In Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 9, the Apostle Paul writes to the Christians there in Rome, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There's a lot that the Apostle Paul was inspired to write there that can be very difficult for us to practice. This is a very practical section of Scripture. He makes very clear what we need to do, but what we need to do is hard. Fortunately, the Apostle Paul explains how that's possible. He explains the change in motivation to one of genuine love and service to the Lord as making these actions possible. He challenges us to change how we see people. He challenges us to really think, to give thought to what we say and what we do, to not just have it be what seems right in our own eyes, but to be what's truly going to be best for everyone so that when we are persecuted, we can bless. When we're with someone who's rejoicing, we can be happy with them. When we're with someone who's weeping, we can be sad with them. We can do the right thing, even to people that do wrong against us. Yet sometimes you may do all of that. You pray about a situation like crazy. You really work to get your heart and mind in a Christ-centered place with how you think about it. You make changes to what you say, to what you do, all in hopes of keeping the peace. You recognize that for whatever reason somebody feels provoked by something you say or do, so you try to walk on eggshells. You make adjustments, try to meet them where they are, you try to love them, and you still just cannot get along. It doesn't seem to matter what you say, it's always wrong. It doesn't seem to matter what you do, how mindful you try to be, they always find something else to be upset about, to criticize, to attack over. That can be discouraging, because everything Paul's saying here is hard. So when you've made those efforts, you're truly trying to do the right thing, and it still feels like you're going nowhere. That can really take a lot out of us. But that's where Paul puts an important caveat in here, because he didn't just tell us to live peaceably with everyone, because sometimes that's not up to us. Peace is something that takes place 
between two people. We have to agree to be at peace with one another. That's why Paul said, as much as it depends on you. Because sometimes it's not going to depend on you. There will be times where you haven't done anything wrong. You didn't say anything out of line. Your motivations were pure. And people are still going to be angry at you. They're still going to say hurtful things at you. And it's so deflating, so discouraging. But there really wasn't anything you could have done differently. Or there'll be times where, yeah, you stepped out of line. And the response was disproportional. But instead of focusing on that, you tried to take ownership for those parts that you knew, yeah, I could see why that was taken that way. Yeah, I could see why that was hurtful. And I am sorry. Or maybe you even truly messed up. And you've begged for forgiveness. You've done everything in your power to make it right. And the other person still just won't have it. It's going to be like that sometimes. Because all of us are sinful. We're going to do the wrong thing sometimes. We're going to hurt each other sometimes. We're going to not allow each other to heal and to move forward sometimes. That's where Paul gives us that reassurance. Listen, do what you're able to do. As far as it depends on you, live peaceably. There'll be some people that don't want to live peaceably. There'll be some people that want to be angry. They're going to find something to criticize. They're going to find something to judge, no matter what you say or do. So don't focus on that. Focus on Jesus. Give some thought. Try not to deliberately offend or antagonize. Try to show honor and love and respect. Not because that's what you're receiving from them, but because it's what you've received from Jesus. So from that, you'll share that with others, knowing you didn't deserve it when Jesus gave it to you either. But even if you don't get the great response, know that even if that person still views you as the scum of the earth, even if that person still has nothing nice to say, even if that person just won't get along with you, every time you do that, Every time you feed them when they're hungry, every time you give them something to drink, every time you speak respectfully to them, even as they disrespect you, you become part of something bigger that God is doing. That whatever their reaction, as far as you see it is, doesn't matter as much as whatever God's working to unfold in their lives. In one way or another, he will address that. And that will change. So don't give up. It hurts. But your efforts are worth it. And because you're making them with and for God, one way or another, they will.